Live from the KTSW studios in San Marcos, Texas, this is Bobcat Radio. Good morning, Bobcat and Rattler fans. Welcome to this Wednesday's edition of Bobcat Radio. I'm your host, Audrey Pasillas, and today I'm joined alongside my producer, Osmara Vaez, and my co-hosts, Kalani DeLuna and Andrea Naro. We have a lot to unravel this morning from San Marcos girls' basketball playoff appearance to our baseball edition of Tuesday Tally. But right before we get into it, let's throw it to Kalani for a word from our sponsor. Twin Peaks Restaurant and Sports Bar is the sponsor of this broadcast of Bobcat Radio, located on the North Vaughn Frontage Road of I-35 at Guadalupe Street in San Marcos. Twin Peaks has bites, wings, burgers, sandwiches, and more. More info and menu at TwinPeaksRestaurant.com. Twin Peaks, eat, drinks, and scenic views. Thank you, Kilani. Now let's dive right in. Today is February 14th, 2024, which means it is Valentine's Day. (laughs) (laughs) The women in the studio are dressed head to toe in pink. I'm just kidding. In honor of the holiday and obviously on Wednesdays, we wear pink. Before we discuss our first topic, my question for y'all is what is your favorite Valentine's Day candy? Starting off with Miss Osmara Baez. Oh, girl. (sighs) Any, I actually, I would do like Lindor chocolate or like that kind of chocolate, you know, like it's just so creamy in the inside and like that's it comes what I was with, gonna say. It, literally, like they come <laughs> yeah. in so many flavors and it's just so good and like the packaging, so good. I love that. So what about you, Kalani? Um, I'm gonna have to agree with Osmara or even, I don't, you wouldn't consider this a candy, but I just love me some, um, chocolate covered strawberries. Yes, literally. What about you? I love Ferrero. Uh, yes. Those gotta be my favorite And Raffaello Which is a coconut one My favorite Love it love it Y'all are making me hungry Alright <laughs> What about yours? Yeah, what's yours yeah. oh, Mine is a Jolly Rancher Little heart uh, Lollipops Those are oh, so good They're so good. nostalgic too yes. But Literally. Getting a little too carried away here <laughs> Let's dive right into our first topic Which is San Marcos girls basketball Last night was the first round Of UIL playoffs Unfortunately It was also their last round As they lost to Clark 54-36 to The Cougars got a good head start In the first half 33-17 to And the Bobcats just The Rattlers were unfortunately Just not able to keep that lead But I'm gonna hand it off to Kalani here who was a reporter for last night's game okay when you look at this Clark team it's like whoa like what do you how do you play against that you have a 6-4 Duke commit Miss Ariana Robinson mm-hmm. I was talking to Osmara before the show mm-hmm. she had like at least 30 points last night like not even kidding you I feel like Clark just made it a way for her to just she was literally just scoring from the basket easily down below, drop drop step and taking it to the basket. And I feel like it took San Marcos just a little while to realize that they need to double team her like early on. Cause I feel like they just came out of halftime and was like, okay, well, she's obviously their main scorer. This is how she's getting all their points. So I feel like that's where San Marcos struggled a little bit. Mm-hmm. And it's like again, she's six four. Like, how are you gonna compete with that? Like, I believe Brooklyn Harris from San Marcos, she's five ten, like mm-hmm. Barely hitting six foot So it's kind of hard to Play that back and forth And I feel like San Marcos too um, They weren't like Deriving as much To the basket As I expected them to I felt like they were Just trying to shoot outside Because they were kind of scared Like Mm -hmm. intimidated To take it in So yeah That's Yeah Yeah I do agree with Kehlani Like I've seen these girls Play before And I guess I guess I Like it just got into their head That they're going against A defending 
state Stage. champions. So I guess they just got nervy from that reason. And I just feel like by being high school players, they still have a lot to get mature in. Oh, for sure. And that's something that can play against them. Like on their mindset, they're just scared of going against like the number one. Mm -hmm. or, And then it just gets on their heads and it just lose control of everything and then again they've never met before so this is their first yeah. time meeting each other and like they didn't know what to expect from each other exactly. like it was just honestly for the rattlers it was just a test for them and obviously they still have next year but it was just mm -hmm. a tough competition for, like first round into the playoffs i agree ladies so with that being said what are our final thoughts on their season i think they did phenomenal you know what i mean mm -hmm. they ended their season overall um 20 to 11 which is pretty good. They were fourth in district for three and seven, and they played their hearts out. You know, those seniors on the court, they had their moment and everything last week, I believe, when they had their senior night. It's a touching feeling, you know, leaving the mm -hmm. court for the last time and then leaving to, like you said, a, a really, like, well-performed team and a really talented team. So mm -hmm. I believe they left it all on the court, and I'm really proud of them, and I can't wait to see what will come next season. For sure. Yeah, like, 100%. Like, you look at this, like, San Marcos team and, like, talking to Coach Irving, which is the head coach after, like, the teams, like, these ladies, like, they fight. Like, mm -hmm. every day seeing them, like, their little, she's a point guard, Ezra Tobias, she's a point guard, main point guard for San Marcos. She, the way she drives to the basket is, like, she, selfishly, she doesn't care mm -hmm. if she takes the foul, she get it. Like, she's aggressive, and she, I believe she's a, she'll be a senior next year, so I'm excited to see how her senior season's going to go, and, yeah. For oh. sure. All right, y'all. So, taking a step back, we're going to go right into Texas State men's basketball. They are currently sitting 11-14 and 14 overall and 4-8 and eight into SBC, and, Man, how do we begin this topic? There is no easy way to say this, but your Texas State men's basketball team is on a four-game winning streak after their victory versus Ball State, 68-60. to The Bobcats brought out their brooms to complete a sweep of the MAC SBC Challenge and clinched the men's side for the Sun Belt Conference. MVP of the game, none other than Davion Sykes, recorded his third double-double in four games, finishing mm -hmm. with 11 points and 10 rebounds, two steals, and blocked a shot. What are our thoughts on this past game, ladies? Um, so I did not go to ball to the Ball State game, but I did go to the Appalachian State, and I just feel like Davion Sykes just takes over the court. Mm -hmm. Like you can see that he's MVP of the game, mm -hmm. and it's just incredible how he can achieve their third double double against Ball State. Like that's a lot to to talk about him and. Um, I think he's coming out of a of an injury mm -hmm. and it's just it's just it's just so inspiring seeing someone like coming out of an injury and just taking over the court like that. You know, mm -hmm. like it was very nice being there and seeing that. Yeah, like coming off of an injury and being back to this high speed, going back into the game, double doubles, like who who's doing that? Like, mm -hmm. whoa, like double doubles are crazy to average in a game. Mm -hmm. But also when you look at this Texas State men's roster, like this past game, Jordan, we also had Jordan Mason, Colton Benson as well in mm -hmm. double digits. Like as a roster to have that on a team, that's like something that you definitely want going into some belt conference play because mm -hmm. like having the more people that are in double digits the more that this team's going to be motivated and have all this energy to go and play and win a championship for sure and there's so much potential in this team like there's so much leadership and like uh, there's just so like 
they're improving so much ever since they got back from their first home game. Like they're on a winning streak as of right now. Hopefully they keep that motivation going for the like for the rest of the season. Absolutely, Asmara. And just coming back to Davion Sykes, this man needs to be studied. Literally. <laughs> like, because literally. like literally, like Kalani just said, we mentioned it a few BCRs a few BCRs ago, like before he came back from his injury. He's coming off of an injury. Peter Parker, like, is that you? I need to know what <laughs> is in Davion Sykes' secret stuff, man, because he's on fire. And coming back to being on fire, they are playing South Alabama next, and the last time they met South Alabama was earlier this month, and it mm-hmm. defeated them here at home, 74 to 66. Yep. Again, Davion Sykes also ran the show this game, recording his first career star and his first career double double, many other career highs. So, for him to like, you know, do that just a few games ago, and then now look where he's at. Mm-hmm. His third career start, his third double double, like, and he's a young player. Mm-hmm. Exactly, mm-hmm. he's a sophomore. Yeah, yeah. like mm-hmm. I, when I first went to one of these games, I refused to believe that man is a sophomore. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, there's no. no way, you know what I mean? But thoughts on this com- upcoming game against South Alabama? What are the predictions for tomorrow's game? And then with all this talks on Sykes, can he outdo himself again versus UCA? A hundred percent. I feel like he has it. It's what did they say? It's in his bag. Mm-hmm. Like if they're gonna continue to fifth game winning streak average another double double I feel like another another double double will come out of him you know just scoring easily and also like um Jordan Mason coming off the bench scoring it's gonna Mm -hmm. be great no I agree and then again like you said Audrey they've played against Southern Alabama before so they already know their techniques and I believe they're going to use them for advantage for tomorrow's game Absolutely. That's something to look forward to. The next game, like we said, will be February 15th, which is tomorrow at 7 p.m. versus South Alabama. I believe that'll be at Strahan Arena. That is not going to be at Strahan Arena, but we will broadcast (laughs) it here on KTW 89.9. But we're going to take a quick break, then hop back into some Texas State baseball. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to Bobcat Radio on KTW 89.9 San Marcos. Welcome back from the break. You're listening to KTSW 89.9 San Marcos. Now let's get back into some Texas State ball. And by ball, I mean baseball. So the Tuesday tally question that we put out for y'all on a KTSW Sports Instagram was predictions for Texas State baseball opening series. The options were a clean sweep from the Bobcats or the Penguins will leave the Cats shivering. So the results from the tech Tuesday tally was 94% agreed that the Bobcats will sweep the Penguins, while 6% believe that the Penguins will leave the Cats shivering. I want to know what y'all think. Let's get this heated discussion going. Okay. Obviously, coming here to Texas State, I always heard that Texas State is a baseball school, baseball school, baseball school. Mm-hmm. These last two years, they've definitely lived up to it, and I don't see why their streak wouldn't continue Mm -hmm. and yeah i definitely think they're gonna sweep it today the first game tonight their first game will be friday Friday night friday night yes i feel a sweep coming in Mm -hmm. for sure i feel like we're very confident and then again like like you were saying kaylani we have like a really really good rep on baseball and have y'all seen like the schedule for this like season like there's (laughs) so many exciting games so i will be attending as much as i can Yes, um, I will also be attending. I haven't been to a single baseball game since last year. Like, I didn't even went to a single one last year. So I'm really excited. I've heard we're a really good program, and I cannot wait to see them playing against the other big teams. Absolutely. So what I'm getting from the room is that it's, it's going to be a clean sweep. It's going to yes, be a real yes, nice. Yes, for 100%. sure. Yes. I completely agree with y'all. I mean, 
like everyone is saying in the room, Texas State is definitely a baseball school, and there's no lie about it. Mm-hmm. Stats prove it all, literally. Overall, last year their conference record was 17-13, to 13, and an overall record was 36-23. Wow. Yeah, at home, 25-7. Yeah. to 7. That's and insane. this weekend, exactly, this weekend is going to be a home series. Yep. And might I mention baseball, like, their tickets are always sold out For every sure. year. Yes. So if that doesn't speak words, wisdom, wisdom, not even, that's not even the correct <laughs> word. But you know what I'm saying. Yeah. That's major, very, very major. For Absolutely. Sure. Mm-hmm. Literally, Kalani. And I mean, just like some players to highlight, Texas State sophomore Chase Mora was named to the Sun Belt Conference preseason all-conference team at second base, the league announced on Wednesday. Huge, like, congratulations to him because he's coming off of being a freshman last year, and I believe I could be wrong. He literally hit three home runs in his first D1 baseball game. Wow. That speaks major volume. Yeah. Yeah. Like, a little old freshman just getting it done in the field. And he was also recently named the NCBWA preseason All-American season team, second team. And he's coming off of a historic 2023 campaign in which wow. he as a freshman broke the record for 17 home runs that tied for the full fourth most in a season in oh, team oh history. Oh my God. This kid is on fire, Kilani. No, and can I also shout out the Texas State baseball team has some major like prospects for the MLB watch list. Wow. Like they have Austin Eaton, Dalen Pena, Davis Powell, and Sam Hall, and then Chase Mora. So there's so much potential. <laughs> yes, exactly. yes, I think we're going to have a really good season with the baseball program. For sure. And then we're going against UT. I can never oh, say yeah. that enough. Like we're going against big, like power yes. five schools. Mm-hmm. What are y'all's predictions for this weekend's series? They're going to play three games. Their first mm-hmm. game will be this Friday at 6 p.m. versus Youngstown. I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly. It'll be here, obviously. And Kobe Jackson and Thomas Terry will be on the call for that one. What are we expecting? What should we see out of the Bobcats? What are some players that you are excited to really get it done on the field? Um, Okay, home advantage, of course. Mm -hmm. I'm a a clean sweep. We're going to have our loudest, proudest Texas State fans here, you know, like as we said, baseball school. Mm -hmm. All these fans are going to definitely show up. And yeah, clean sweep. No, for sure. And then um, there's just, again, so much potential with this team. And then again, like what you were saying, Kilani, there's so many prospects and it's a must watch for the season. Absolutely. I have a player on my radar that I feel like is low-key under the radar. I love my underdogs. Yes. You know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, we, we'll see. But Davis Powell, he was leading the team last year for a batting average of 337. <laughs> Speechless. I am out of words, to be honest. And his OPS is also 953. He... Literally had 17 doubles the whole season. He had five home runs, 32 RBIs, a slugging percentage of 522. I mean, stats say it all. Stats really don't really tell the whole story, but this one does. And I'm really excited to see Davis Powell on that field. He's also a pitcher, so I can't wait to see him really replace um, Levi Wells. Mm -hmm. You know, you can't really come back from that, but you can also build your legacy here at Texas State. For sure. Yes. All right. So... 
Going into the sister sport, we cannot talk about baseball without mentioning their sister sport, softball. Mm-hmm. The Texas State softball team is currently sitting at a 5-1 and one overall record. The yep. Bobcats finished weekend one of the Texas State tournament 5-1 and one, with their only loss being to Southern Illinois. I know y'all got the tournament's inside scoop on Monday's BCR, mm-hmm. but we will dive more into tomorrow's game, which is Texas State versus Sam Houston. A cat fight, if you will. Let's be real. <laughs> the Bearcats versus the Bobcats. But just to give you all some background information on Sam Houston, the Cats last met in April of 2023 where Katarina Zarati sent a nuke to left field to drive in two runs to win the game. The Bobcats were down in the fifth inning, so they decided to shake things up a little and add Jessica Mullins to the circle. And everyone knows when you add Jessica Mullins to that circle, you better pray. The opposing team better pray. The last game, she just came off of eight strikeouts and she was the MVP of the game versus Illinois. Southern Illinois on Sunday morning. So y'all saw that switch up there. She, the last game, also went 51 pitches on the night with 35 strikes and five strikeouts, not allowing a single hit in her four innings pitch. With all this being said, what are we thinking? What are our predictions for this time around? Um. Okay, coming in, like, off last week was obviously, obviously opening weekend for the Texas State Bobcats. Mm-hmm. I feel like the energy, and as Audrey said, um, with Jessica Mullins on the mound, mm-hmm. I feel like the Bobcats have it. Again, it's it's here, correct? Yes. yes. Having a home game advantage obviously definitely takes a lot into the sport and the team. Mm-hmm. And just the energy, again, too, this year is the first time I feel like in a hot minute that Texas State softball tickets have been sold out mm-hmm. like for a season. Yeah. So again, that speaks there's so much major some, volume. Yes, yeah. major volume on what they're doing in both of these programs. Mm-hmm. So I mean, like as Audrey said, a cat fight. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's definitely gonna be a game to watch and I'm excited. For sure. And then like I believe I saw one of them. It was I wanna say Keenis Keen uh can you saw? Kennesaw? Oh, Kennesaw. Kennesaw State. That's the one, like, I watch. Oh, my God. I always... Anyways. Sorry, guys. Um, So, that was probably, like, the only game I watched throughout the entire tournament, and it was a close game. It was really, really good. And I... If I'm being honest with you guys, I don't even know softball. I don't even know baseball. But I can get, like, a little grasp of info from that uh, game. But overall, I have faith in the Bobcats, and I believe they're going to sweep that's against Sam Houston. So I've also heard we have a really good program in softball. I haven't been to a game yet, but I'm excited to go. For real. And honestly, I believe in that. I know that the home energy is going to help them get the win against Sam Houston. And I might swing by and see how they do. Might (laughs) swing by. I love that, Andrea. Look at you. (laughs) Going more into this weekend's Texas State tournament, like we said, Thursday, tomorrow at 5 p.m., they will be playing Sam Houston, where myself and Davin Meredith will be on the call. So stay tuned for that. You will be hearing that here at KTSW 89.9. But the other teams that they're going to be playing this weekend include Northern Colorado, which they will play this Friday. Mm-hmm. And Texas I believe, Tech. yeah, Texas a school Tech. that we are similar with with Asamara Vice. Yeah. They will be playing Whoa. Texas Tech this weekend. Wait, they're Saturday. playing. Yeah, Saturday. no, Sunday. <clears throat> it's wait, they play the 18th, I believe. They play the 18th and then they play again because it's like a, te- a Texas State tournament. No, that is incorrect. It's just the 17th. The 17th. Okay, yes. then yeah. Saturday. Sorry. So I want to know how you feel about I that. I am excited. <laughs> Give us the inside scoop, please. Like, Texas okay, Tech. honestly. 
Tech does have a really good baseball and softball uh, program again, like ours. I feel like it's going to be a good competition. It's going to be a little division. I have to support both teams, obviously, like my hometown and my school. Obviously, I know I, I, I was getting hate low key. They're like, why are you supporting <laughs> someone? Girl, I've literally lived in Lubbock my entire life. Like Red Raider blood runs inside exactly. me. So it's OK. I still still being a Bobcat. It's okay. I'll still watch the game, but I'll still root for the Bobcats. But I have to I have to watch that live. I do have to say though, like majority of these schools in Texas are oh, a yeah. baseball, softball, mm-hmm. yeah. like yes. pro heavy program. Like for sure. Like football, like no. I feel like most of these schools are like <laughs> like baseball. Like and it's just excited you know it gets the ground like now that football is over like speaking for nfl i mean i know everybody's excited because mlb starting Mm -hmm. college baseball softball starting so yeah Mm -hmm. i feel like everyone is just it's the moment like the season just started for everyone and all the fans that love baseball and softball Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, we're definitely... Yeah. Well, I'm so sorry, Asmara. No, you're good. <laughs> no, yeah, it. go for it. We're definitely, like, softball, baseball fans, we're definitely really excited that f- football season over. Like, yeah, get over it, whatever. <laughs> but now it's time, like, to shine and everything. And speaking of shining, going more into Texas Tech, just because mm-hmm. that's one of my favorite games to see this coming weekend. I don't know for about sure. y'all. No, Tech, so. yeah, Tech last year, overall, they finished 31-22. to 22. Yeah. Yeah, That that's a... That's a real good. That's a yeah. real good record. Yeah, so maybe not in the conference on the side of things. <laughs> five to thirteen. Yeah, but they are on the brighter side. Seven and ten when it comes to away games. Uh-huh. So this should be a really good advantage for the Bobcats, and I can't wait to see what they can pull sure. out next. And just to come back with um, Texas Tech, mm-hmm. going more into it. Like I said, this is the game that I feel like should be on everyone's radar list. Sure. They are playing Sam Houston also this uh, Friday. At 6.30 p.m., which is going to be right after the Bobcats play the Bearcats. Should be something really interesting to stay tuned for and everything. But I want to know what y'all's game to watch is this weekend. Obviously, Tech is really that big one that you want to go in for. But they they also play um, Texas Tech once again and Northern Colorado and Sam Houston. So Mm -hmm. give me the spiel. Definitely. um, Sam Houston versus Texas State, obviously, uh-huh. for the Bobcats. I feel like that's going to be a good win, especially if they battled last year. Mm-hmm. And to see that the softball team has a bunch of their returning players this year, mm-hmm. I feel like, again, that's just you're building your relationship with your teammates, and it's just going to keep adding. And um, that would be a major one to see as well. Mm-hmm. And there's still a lot of time to, like, prep throughout these bigger games. Like, then again, like this past weekend with that uh, the tournament, I feel like that prepared them for sure for like compete against bigger schools, and that really put their skills on like on the line and to see where they're at. Absolutely, Asmara, and just to get into like more of like I guess the softball and baseball world, not keeping it limited just to softball. What is your like game that you need to watch on either the Texas State baseball schedule or the Texas State softball schedule? Um. Obviously, for baseball, I is Texas versus Texas State. Mm-hmm. I remember going to that game last year, and just the oh, energy is, like, insane. And I know, like, obviously, we're up 35, just the road. 
And it's going to be crazy because I believe they play them here at the Texas State Ballpark mm-hmm. and then one time in UT. Yeah. So I just know it's just the energy. The energy, the energy is always there, and I'm just excited. It's but back back. I feel like it's going to be tough to come to the game with um, a sold-out season. So, yeah. I'm excited to see the game against Texas A&M. Mm-hmm. I heard. I think last year they lost against the Aggies, and um, I'm just excited to see how they're gonna come up this year against them. Plus, it's gonna be a home game, mm-hmm. so I just feel like that's gonna help them a lot against the Aggies. And I know the Aggies also have a really good baseball program, but I'm really excited to see it. And I think Bobcats got a better one for sure. I'm honestly excited for the Houston tournament for the baseball aspect uh march 2nd and 3rd and they're going against ut and lsu like guys what is (laughs) going on like i don't know that's just those are some big names big teams and i'm excited to watch that and also coach wood coach woodward hit her like she's at 802 wins now yeah just round of applause for her and her program that's good to have Mm -hmm. under your belt but no audrey who what teams are you excited games this season man i mean every single game i believe y'all listed is definitely one you're not going to want to miss like the texas one i unfortunately didn't go to the texas game last year so i'm really looking forward to Going this year and seeing, like, what the hype is about and everything. See if Texas is, you know, really bringing their (laughs) sticks or whatever. But another team I'd love to see is Houston, actually. U of H. I feel like that one would be very interesting. I'm looking at the schedule right now. It says March 1st. They're playing at Minute Maid Park. Yeah. Correct that's me if I'm wrong. Ash- that is, I believe so. That's yes. where the Astros play, right? Right. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. I think that would be so dope. You like, said Astros in the building? Yeah. Question mark. Literally. That gave me goosebumps. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. <laughs> exactly. And then that tournament, they play. Like I said, U of H. They also play Texas, and they play LSU. Yes. So LSU that's the Minute Maid. Yeah. Yes, LSU would be such like a, a great game to play, especially in Minute Maid Park, where the Astros yeah. play. Like. The I feel like that weight on your shoulders will be there as a player because just like, bro, like if I really wanted to, I could literally be here in yeah. a few years. I can be playing for the MLB, for the Astros. Mm, oh. Maybe if you want to play for that, just split. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> but And then also another game, obviously, our other 35 rivalry down south is UTSA versus yep. Texas State. Absolutely. I also, too, that's always just a great game in any sport that Texas State has here with basketball, football. I mean, I don't, we didn't play them in football, but like mm-hmm. mainly basketball, volleyball, and baseball is just the season to have these games and yeah. rivalries for sure. Literally, when I think of baseball, I just think of like hardcore rivalries. Yes. And Texas and UTSA is definitely the major two. For sure. I'm excited. I'm just excited for overall. <laughs> I agree. Another game. I know we're mentioning highlighting. <laughs> we're highlighting a lot of games, but like, is this is really, it's the time. It is now the time. And like, softball season, granted, it already started and everything's like going on already. But, but going into baseball season, I feel like it's like, bro, like, you know what I mean? But a game I want to mention, it is the Texas A Bobcats against UTRGV. Ooh, Ooh, that one. Yeah, yeah. That is a game. Yeah. Oh my gosh, chills on my spine (laughs) all over the body right now. That one is one I really, really, really want to see. They last year met in March. The Bobcats defeated them six to five, which is a very, very close game. And I mean, look, they Bobcats really scored six runs in the second inning. 
and held the vaqueros, I believe, to yes. just one in the fourth, one in the fifth, <sighs> and like nothing. It just kept staggering down. You know what I mean? But final thoughts, ladies, on baseball softball season. I just feel they have a really good schedule, and either they do good or not, which I'm sure they will do good. Mm-hmm. It's just a lot of experience for all of them, and I'm just really excited for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely excited to see the major sweeps that come from both sides of these teams yep. throughout their season, and excited. Yep. Absolutely. We're going to throw it to Miss Osmar Vias for the meteorologist in the room. She's going to give us the weather if she can. Hello, guys. Okay, so our highest today is going to be 66 degrees and the lowest is going to be 40 degrees. And all throughout the day, it's going to be very cloudy. So I'd suggest wearing a little, just a little jacket, a little crew neck just for the day to get you by. But then again, do as you want. (laughs) But I'll throw it back to you, Audrey. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Asmara. All right, y'all. Thank you for tuning into today's episode of Bobcat Radio. If you enjoyed this broadcast and never want to miss anything San Marcos, make sure to follow us at KTSW Sports on Instagram, X, and Spotify. Once again, I've been your host, Audrey Pasillas, with my producer, Asmara Valles, and my co-hosts, Kalani DeLuna and Andrea Naro. Thank you so much for listening. Have a lovely day. Spread some love today as well. And let's get you back to the other side of radio.